So, as welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Oh, hello, hello. Great to talk to you again, man. So, outside of the podcast stuff for everyone, I haven't seen you since your wedding, I believe. Yeah, and that was... November? Three, three months ago? Yeah, is that three months, four months? Wait, shit, we're in February now. Yeah, yeah dude. Four months yes, because... So, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know. It's been a while, yeah, because... Originally, I was going to say, I haven't seen him since I moved in. I was like, wait a minute. No, his his wedding was like the week after or something like that. I was like, or a month later. I forget exactly when. No, it was a week later. I moved in on Halloween, pretty much. Yeah, the, the 12th was the um, was my wedding. So. Yeah, so it was like a week yeah. or two later. At least I hope it was the 12th. That would be a bad thing for me to forget. Nah, you you won't forget. Hey, and I'll make sure you don't forget because mine's the tenth. So I'll make sure you don't. Cause I'll remind you. I always text you. So don't forget. A couple of days. A couple of days. Don't forget. Oh god. Hey, we're acknowledging your two uh, anniversary on our wedding day, even though it's early. But we uh. Oh god damn it. Yep. <laughs> hey, you can't forget that way. <laughs> oh shit! I couldn't help it. She asked me. Alyssa asked me anything about it because the Marine Corps birthday and a good chunk of the guys going are Marines, so we're going to obviously acknowledge that. And I was like, hey, I want to acknowledge uh, the SOAR's anniversary. It's going to be early, but I want to do it anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> so you can't forget. You'll get a huge heads up that way, and then hopefully like, you don't forget. <laughs> yeah, and then the next day, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You need to pass it. Oh, God. Dude, like. So I know this is like our Super Bowl episode of the podcast, but the funny thing about Sunday is I didn't even realize. I was like, "Hey, guess what Sunday is?" I was like, uh, "Duh, Super Bowl." She goes, "No, our six-year anniversary." I was like, "Oh, whoops!" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize it was the twelfth. It just I just knew Super Bowl Sunday. I wasn't even thinking of the date. Like, oh, oh, bad. <laughs> and she's like, "No," I was like, "Oh, whoops." <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. What else would it be? <laughs> I mean, come on. Super Bowl. It's more important right now. <laughs> Dude, Rihanna's doing halftime, man. <laughs> well, sometimes she got a halftime show. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised when, like, uh, well, maybe, like, 10 years ago, how they kind of had all the artists that like, she kind of worked with have done halftime shows, but not her. Yeah, and especially, I mean, when it comes to especially female artists, I think probably, like, Beyonce and her are the two, like, most famous when it comes to, um, like, pop. Oh, yeah, they have to. Especially, at least in, like, at least the late 2000s to 2010s, at least. Yeah, and personally, I think that she's better than Beyonce, too. Yeah, I haven't listened to either of them in a while. It's really been a long time, like, back to wedding stuff. I've been listening to, like, any dance song ever to try to figure out a playlist for it. So it's like, I'm listening to everything fucking known to man. So I literally haven't heard a Rihanna or Beyonce song in a few months. <laughs> I mean, I don't listen to it on the regular because that's not the kind of music I listen to. But I mean, I still have opinions. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think... I think I like Beyonce better, but it's been so long that I, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't remember who I liked better. I mean, there's... The way they sing are two completely different. Like Beyonce has more of a very like dominant, powerful voice, like in your face, I'm gonna come at you. But uh, Rihanna, to me, has this more like pure, pure yeah. voice. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I was really hoping for halftime this year. I, I want rock and roll. Come on. Oh, my God. Like, the fact that they haven't done it yet. Or not haven't done it yet. Obviously, they've done it. I don't remember the last time they have, though. But come on. Ozzy still sings. Put him out there. Half his songs are in every damn stadium. Just tell him to play. <laughs> Metallica. Ozzy, you got Metallica. Jesus. Metallica, I don't think, has ever done a halftime show. No, me neither. They're one of the ones you would imagine that they'd be doing it. Yeah, you got them. Their music everywhere, all the time. Yeah. Shit, dude. Like, There's so many they could go. And I think when was the last halftime show? Alright, time to bust out the old cell phone here. Oh, children, I gotta hit the, get up the Google machine going. Let's see here. Well, I got a list of halftime shows. So, that's just, that's the best I got. <laughs> so, that's what yeah, I'm gonna I'm, do. I'm on that too, with Sports Illustrated. Uh, I'm on Wikipedia, so mine's probably... Yeah, you don't remember Coldplay? Dude, it was the worst one ever. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it. Dude, I almost I guess, cried. I guess you could say maybe Coldplay? No, no, don't you dare. Don't. Fine. <laughs> then it would be The Who. Fine. That I'll accept 2010. that. <laughs> I'll accept that. 2010 was the last last time you had an actual like, real rock uh, Super Bowl. Trash. But Keep... then also before that, it's The Who... Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, Prince, The Rolling Stone, Paul McCarthy, like all classic rock stars. So I guess they had to do something different. I guess. <laughs> so maybe they're just doing like decades things. So next decade will be something new. No. Uh, it'll, it'll be K-pop next. <laughs> they start having K-pop guys go next. All the boy bands. Unfortunately, it's not popular enough in America that they would do it, I don't think. Uh, if they said BTS was doing it, it would be. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's still K-pop. They have English songs, but they are K-pop. It could happen. Trust me, I'm not getting my hopes up. I love them, but I... There was a petition, I think, two years ago for them to do the halftime show. People were trying to have them do it. It didn't work. <laughs> they had like a million signatures. I'm like, come on. You gotta make money if you do it. Just do it. <laughs> That's all Goodell cares about is his fucking money anyways. Honestly, seriously. You don't give a shit about anything else. No, if he wants to make money, he'd be smart. Halftime show. Nah, fuck it. Just throw all seven guys of BTS up there. There you go. You gotta make a billion dollars by technically by accident because he probably doesn't know who they are. Mm-hmm. He's just doing what he's told to do. <laughs> Dude, the Black Eyed Peas did a halftime show? Why don't I remember that? I, like, vaguely remember it. I don't. I won't forget I mean, Katy Perry's because of the left shock. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then was it Lady Gaga that came off the top of the stadium? Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, that was the fuck. That was 28-3, to 3, dude. Hey, trust me. I ain't forgetting that one. <laughs> dude, but I'm so mad. Who was, who was playing that game? Which one? The 28-3 game. Oh, you know, uh, the New England Patriots and the 
the Dirty Birds, Atlanta Falcons. Oh yeah, the Falcons were, were winning that game. They won it, right? Yep. You know it. Just ask their Twitter account. They still have the tweet up. <laughs> yep, they still have the 15 minutes left. Let's rise is still a tweet. <laughs> okay, honestly, all honestly, respect to that. I do too, but I, I actually, a lot of people retweeted it when I was like the year, you know, whatever year anniversary it is now. And they're like, I still can't believe this tweet's up still. <laughs> well, see, like, like I said, respect to them. They, they, they said something and they just stuck to it. They're like, no, we, we thought we were going to win. So you know what? Oh, crazy fact about about that just popped to my head. Tom Brady's stats against the Falcons, dude, no lie. I even looked it up. He has twenty eight touchdowns and three interceptions against Atlanta. Fucking gold. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh shit, so funny. You can't make that kind of shit up. No, you can't, man. Shit's funny. <laughs> Oh, so and this, who do you think is going to be winning this coming up Super Bowl? So, for me, this is... It's tough. Because, honestly, I don't like either team. Not a fan of either one. But if I had to pick from... Alright, so I have two picks, technically. Personally, I picked the Chiefs only because AFC, the Pats. That's that's the way I look at it. AFC is my division I root for. As mm. someone that watches the game and understands it, Philly has a better defense and an amazing offense... And for that reason, I think they will win over Kansas City. So, basically, you think that the Eagles will win. You want the Chiefs to win. Yeah. I'm in the exact same boat. I want the Chiefs to win because, one, my dad's a lifelong Chiefs fan. So, I like to see when when the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, I usually root for them. And, yep. two, I just don't want the goddamn Eagles to win. But I that's, don't, that, that, that's I don't either. Thing. I just don't want the <laughs> Jalen Hurts has played a great season this year. Oh, yeah. Do not, do not put anything against him. Yeah. I hate the Eagles organization. I hate mm-hmm. the Eagles fan base. I do not want them to do it. That's my thing. But here's a reason why I want, if I could have my own way, I say reschedule Super Bowl, pick two new teams. That's how I would personally do it because I don't like this at all. I, I, I wanted the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Oh, me so too. Bad. I was rooting I'm for a, Cincinnati I'm again. Big, I'm a big Joe Burrow guy. Oh, uh, me too. I, I like Burrow and Jamar Chase. I like those two. So I, I was hoping, I was hoping for those two to make it back and hopefully win it this time. But the the good thing is, I mean, they're both you know pretty freaking young in their careers. So yeah, just hopefully uh, neither neither of them get like that major injury that makes it so they're not the same player anymore. Or maybe like all Bengals need to do, literally all they need to do, is maybe get a. He's a bit better on the line. Make sure Joe Burrow isn't the most hit quarterback in the past decade. Yeah, that's rough too. <laughs> like, I, I thought I saw a stat in Joe Burrow's career so far. He's taken more hits than like Tom Brady in like fifteen years or ten years of his career. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But also, look at who Brady had for lines though too. <laughs> <laughs> and Brady's also really smart. He knows how to just dump the ball off, throw it away, so he doesn't get hit, and that wide receiver doesn't get killed. Yeah, we all know Burrow's looking for a number one somewhere down the field, about thirty yards. That we all know who he is. It's hard not to. It's like having Randy Moss. You hike the ball, you're looking Whoa. thirty yards downfield. Where is he? <laughs> but you got that, and then you got another first round draft pick in T. Higgins. Yeah, him too. I heard. I heard he's on the trade block. 
I thought for next season. Well, or resign. I forget which one. There's, it's his contract season that's coming up here, I think. Oh, so that's so what I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the trading block because um, you can get hell of good things out of him, and then you still got Jamar Chase that he's at one, and then you got Tyler Boyd, who could right. easily be a number two on any team. Yep. And he's the number three. And then they got the, the little white man to play spot now, playing good. Oh, Julian Edelman? Uh, no, the other guy. Oh, Wes Welka. No, oh, no, 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 this. The other, other guy. Uh, Cole Beasley. Oh, no, Danny Amendola. <laughs> you know, we'll say yes because they're all the same. Yeah. No, actually, no. Scratch that. Cole Beasley is nothing like Edelman ever was. Uh-uh. Okay, fair. But <laughs> they're, they're, all the same, they're all the same body type, and they're all the same like type of player where they're the, the slot receiver that isn't super fast, but they're really quick on their feet and make a gritty catch. Yep. And you have to be 5'8", 180 pounds while wet as well. Honestly. <laughs> It's hilarious, but it's just the truth. So pretty much any white guy that's a bagger at Shaw's or something, there you go. There's your wider, there's your slot receiver right there. <laughs> that what guy. Was the Forty time. Oh, four seven. Ah, it's a little slow. What? What was your four cone drill? Oh, oh, I don't even know what a good number for a four cone drill. But we'll I fucking don't either. Number. <laughs> we'll say it's outstanding number. Boom. You're on a team. <laughs> hey, hold, hold on a second. What are you doing with that baseball bat? Tell me if we can take a hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not too bad. All right, now now let's try with a trash can this time. <laughs> All right, you're still alive? All right. All right, bring in the Mack truck, boys. He's still standing. Bring in the Mack truck. <laughs> Here's a $2 million contract. Enjoy. Yeah. Welcome to the New England Patriots, bud. You're going to be great for five, six years, and then your knees are going to be fucked. Enjoy it. <laughs> Oh, and you better be prepared to do whatever the hell we ask you to. Yeah, if we need you to play cornerback, you're playing cornerback. Yeah, and then when all of our quarterbacks suck, you have to be quarterback as last resort. So make sure you know the playbook inside and out. Oh, God. You know, that's why the Chiefs won't win. Actually, I don't think the Eagles have a small white guy either. So No. Yeah. At least the Chiefs have a big, big white man who's really good. I do love the fact that we're having a Kelsey and Kelsey Super Bowl. I don't mind it, but honestly, this is the worst hype job they've ever done for a Super Bowl. Oh, you haven't heard anything of it. You haven't heard any hype about the Super Bowl. You heard more hype about the Bengals-Chiefs game than you have about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've heard nothing. The two things I've heard were Kelsey and Kelsey Super Bowl. Yeah, we all know that now. And then the first two black quarterbacks ever in a Super Bowl. That's all I've heard. Wait, Mahomes is black? Yes. Oh, yeah, he has a black dad. I forgot. His dad's black and his, uh, his mom's white, I think. That's yeah, something like that. Or, or other way around. I forget, but I know it's something like that. One yeah. parent's black, yeah. one's white. Yeah, that's why he's very he, he's very fair-skinned, so. Right. Yeah, because I said the same thing. When it first announced, I'm like, who the fuck is working behind the camera? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I was like, when I look at Mahomes, I think he's like Hawaiian or Samoan or something. Because he's got like a, a similar tone to Flynn's skin tone. He has that skin tone. And he also just like his hairstyle and his like, he has that like easy going demeanor that you see a lot of like Samoan type Hawaiian people have. Yeah, dude, it's like Flynn. <laughs> so I could definitely see it. Yeah, so I really thought he was. I thought it was like Samoan because of the skin tone or something. So I'm like, oh, I'm like he's got like a similar 
skin tone to Flynn. I was like, he must be like Samoan, Hawaiian, you know, something like that. And then when I, they said he's, you know, two black quarterbacks, I'm like, what, was a fucking backup for the Chiefs playing? Who, who's the black guy? <laughs> I really had no idea. Ankle that, ankle that busted. I was like, who are they, who are they using? Juju Smith Schuster at quarterback. Who, who are they using? You're saying backup. I just thought about this. What's up? Wasn't wasn't Huntley in the Pro Bowl? Dude, don't even get me started on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Why the hell was he there? This is what I don't get. Right? Even a lot of fans were saying this. He made it. Mac Jones had a better season than him. Shit, even Bailey Zappi had a better four games or three games, whatever the hell it was, than he did a whole season. I'd prefer either of those two in over him. I don't get why he was in there at all. Honestly, I'd rather Jacoby Brissett, who I think did a wonderful job with the Browns. Better oh, than Sean Watson. Yeah, I like Brissett. Dude, I root for him all the time. Actually, yeah. any former Patriot quarterback when they leave, I root for him. I can't help it. But even take the Patriots aside, he did a better job on that Browns team. Than Deshaun Watson did. Oh yeah, by far. Deshaun Watson came came back and just shit on himself. Yeah, Jacoby was leading some pretty good fucking drives with that team. He is a good quarterback. He needs to get more time to start instead of bouncing him out all the time. Honestly, give him time to start and then give him some help. Because I mean, the Browns. I don't even know who their receivers are. Anymore. Uh, I don't. All I know is that Nick Chubb carries that offense. That's all I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you know what? And just remember, we chose, uh, I can't remember his name. He was so insignificant. God, what was the fucking running back's name? Oh, uh, Sony Michelle? Yeah, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle was his backup, I think. It's either he was his, Sony Michelle's backup, or he was, Sony Michelle was his backup. But we took Sony Michelle before Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's all I remember, and I'm still not happy about it. And, you know, the whole, like, Nikhil Harry before DK Metcalf. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, actually, no. Nikhil Harry before DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin. <sighs> dude. All all these, like, number one receivers on these teams. That's it. And, and That's it. <laughs> Nikhil fucking Harry. That's it. I'm busting out the Brady Bucks jersey for Super Bowl. I'm not repping Pats on Sunday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> No, but dude, uh, I I remember that draft for DK Metcalf. I was texting Flynn was our pick. I'm like, here we go, DK Metcalf, Patriot, calling it. Patriots pick Nikhil Harry. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> to be fair, I do understand why they didn't want to take a flyer on DK because he did. He had a lot of injury issues coming into the the NFL, and people didn't know how his attitude was going to be, his injury situation. To understand why he fell, because DK fell past a lot of other receivers. But you had Debo and Terry McLaurin, and there was one other guy, I forgot who it was, too, that are all well better than Nikhil Harry. Oh, plenty. Dude, that guy is, Nikhil Harry is so irrelevant now, it doesn't even matter. Does he even play on a team? He's on the biz. Oh. Where the rest of the bum players are. (laughs) Actually, I think Justin Fields had a very promising year this year. Okay, he's mediocre for now. I'll give him that. I can't I, give him that, promise that, until what, he gets a little better. No, that's why I said I'm not, I never say I'm not saying he's good. I said he has a promising year that he shows that he can get better. Yeah, so that team sucks besides Fields. He's okay. <laughs> Honestly. I think that's a fair assessment say, uh, of the uh, I, I, the Bears. I, I truly don't think that they would have won maybe two games. 
if Fields wasn't their quarterback because he did make a lot of plays for us. Uh, I think they would have got winless, I think, without him. But I'm going to just see where Derek Carr ends up this year because he's definitely out of uh, Oakland or Las Vegas, uh, Vegas, whatever. Yeah, I know. I say the same thing. I keep saying – I'm so used to saying Oakland. I say it all the time too. Right. Better off just saying the Raiders. But, yeah, there's a lot of people actually, uh, not even just, like, quarterback, but even receivers, too, that are, like, out on trade block and stuff. Like, shit, almost, like, all these number two receivers are up for trade. And, like, everyone on Pat's Twitter, like, Patriots, go get them. <laughs> well, you know who's going to be deadly next year? Who's that? It's freaking Jacksonville. Oh, I know. Jacksonville could be real good next year. Well, you, you, know, you know who they have coming next year as a receiver, right? Because it fell under the radar because it happened early on in the year and no one really paid attention to it. I know. I forget his name. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Right, yep. I know, and he's real good, too. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence is doing pretty damn good without him, so imagine him with him. Trevor Lawrence can look good. And goddamn biggest nose in the NFL. Love him. (laughs) Yeah. I I was talking to my buddy, uh, Derek. Yeah. Uh, he, he's like just really started getting into football this year, mm-hmm. and so I was talking to him about Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, "Yeah, this guy looks good." I'm like, "He's like, who's Trevor Lawrence?" I'm like, "Oh, well, look for look on the field and look for the guy with the biggest nose. That's him." <laughs> and then they, they showed a um, uh, like a camera angle of him from the side, and Derek's just like, "Holy fuck, <laughs> dude has a snout." Oh, he really does. But yeah, um, it's this was honestly kind of a crazy year football wise. A lot of shit happened this year. It was actually a fun yeah. season because it wasn't predictable. Like almost every season, you know, week one, who are the playoff teams? Live in the season starting. You're like, yep, these teams are repping the AFC. This is your NFC. These teams might make it. These teams got no chance this year. I had no fucking clue what was going on. I had well, no. You <laughs> you heard all the um speculations of the uh, NFL being rigged, right? Oh, fucking Christ. Here we go. <laughs> Bust well, out the script, said, boys. <laughs> yeah, the, the script comment, but then also because it was such an anti-gambling year for sports betting this year because it, it was just everything didn't go the way that it should have gone. Yeah. And there's so many, like, um, I, I forgot what it was, but Vegas made, like, I don't know. Four, five hundred percent on their, uh, like whatever bets were made, so they won more than I think like eighty percent of the time, which is insane. That's a lot. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's your uh, what what conspiracy theory for. Rigging the NFL. Who was it they even said that? I forgot. They said in an interview about like, oh, we're just we're just uh, going with the script. Oh, and then Arian Foster said that. something about that. Oh, that's what it was. Arian Foster Arian was Foster. like, he was like, yeah, in 2012, I was supposed to lose faith in Jesus, and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we, um, so- someone put a video together about like the whole past year of everyone, um, saying something like in a post game interview of. Oh, we're just following the script, you know, the script, script, something like that, and, and it made it like a whole thing. Yeah. But, oh, God. Did you hear in the uh, the Pro Bowl, the players mic'd up, them talking about it? 
Uh, yeah, it was, that was part of the video too. Yeah, it was one part. Like the guy's like, "Oh man, I don't remember that play." He goes, "Man, you didn't read the script. You got to read the script first. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one of the things I loved about the mic'd up Pro Bowl was so obviously every team has their own player specific stuff uploaded because mm-hmm. obviously it's their player. Dude, Matt Judon is like the king of fucking recruitment because all he does is try to get everyone to join the Pats. <laughs> Derrick Henry asked him, yo, you like New England? He goes, yeah, I love it. You want to play? It <laughs> 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 just doesn't fuck around. Like, yeah, you want to play here too? Same thing with Aaron Donald because no one knows if he's like officially retired because he's not saying he's going back to the Rams. No one really knows what he's doing. He tweeted at him like five minutes later. Hey, come play in New England. <laughs> Just right away. Hey, come play here. <laughs> you know you like it. Dude, imagine, like, this, I doubt this would happen. Bizarro world. Pats have Judon and Aaron Donald. Dude, how do you get any plays off? Oh, my God. Just how? I mean, well, they, to be fair. They both take two linemen alone. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, this year you had what? Um... Donald and Von Miller, and they didn't do anything. Von Miller got hurt, too. True. It's true, but in a, a Belichick defense, though, it's kind of hard for it to fail. It hasn't failed the past few years. It's been pretty solid. Oh, yeah, Belichick's been... I've always said, Belichick, to me, is, will always be one of the best coaches of all time, but one of the worst GMs, when it comes, to, especially when it comes to draft. Oh, dude, he's terrible at drafting, man. I love him, but I hate when he drafts. It fucking makes me <laughs> so mad. Worst people like, ever. <laughs> like, yeah, the dude, the dude knows how to pick in the later round, but delegate the first round pick to someone else, please. Yeah, our first rounders are really misses. The last few good ones, uh, Nate Solder was pretty good. Yeah, but that was what? 20, 20 years ago? 2010. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick Sol- was Nick Solder that that late? Yeah. No, I thought he was like you know, like maybe like two thousand six, two thousand seven. No, because he played uh, in the second Super Bowl against the Giants when we lost to him the second time. Thousand twenty eleven. Twenty. Oh no, I just think twenty eighteen. Two thousand eight and two thousand eleven. That's what. Yep. Yeah. The two. Yeah, Philly was twenty eighteen that we lost to. Yeah. No, that was. Yeah. No, because we we won three and four years again. Like did that? No, that was three and five years, was it? It was twenty fourteen, missed fifteen, won sixteen, lost seventeen, won eighteen. I think something like that. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Something along um, those lines, or something like that. Because I know it was right before twenty twenties, is when we won our last Super Bowls. Yeah, and um. Because the Patriots have like the most Super Bowls, and like they're like one of the few teams, or well, the only team that done three Super Bowls or two Super Bowls in three. No, three Super Bowls in four years. That's what it is. Yeah, because we won against Seattle, forty nine. Didn't make it to Super Bowl fifty. One fifty one. Lost fifty two. One fifty three. There you go. There's your four and five right there. Yeah. The um. Well, you have um. Was it 2001, 2003? Uh, 
No, yeah, 2001, three and four. Yeah, one, three, and four. That's what it is. That that's the one that's the three and four years. Yeah, and then we did the four and five years at the 2014 to 2018 span, something like that, or 2019, yeah. whatever. Patriots really have won too much. Not enough for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I'm happy with what we got, what we had. There's too many butthurt no. Pats fans still. I'm like, dude, we fucking dominated for 20 years. What else do we need the team to do? <laughs> oh, sweet. It's like the, the Pats fans that hate Brady. I'm like, fucking grow up. Enough. <laughs> no, Brady's done enough for you. Did, did you hear uh, Brady's podcast thing? Uh, I heard he was. I haven't listened to it, but I heard Belichick was the first guest. Yeah, Belichick was the first guest, and um, all Belichick had to say was, like, all praise for Brady. Oh, I do. Please. Belichick wouldn't be where he is without him. He has to. <laughs> no. The, the, uh, between the Brady and Belichick argument, I'm sorry, but I think it might be obvious now that Brady, was, like, Belichick obviously, like I said, is one of the best coaches of all time but if he didn't have brady i don't know if uh he would even have won a super bowl oh no i don't think so either i think we would have good seasons make playoffs but never touch a super bowl with belichick i think exactly but only because that one draft pick he the one time he picked a gem in the sixth round gave us gold (laughs) how do you feel about uh Good old Brock Purdy. I fucking love that kid. Dude, <laughs> I feel I feel so bad. But get to get to play in the um, the championship game, destroys his arm. Oh, I know, dude. I like for me for AFC, I was rooting for Cincinnati to make it, and NFC, I was rooting for San Fran. I was like, I'll enjoy the Super Bowl. I was like, make this my Super Bowl, please. I was praying for. It. That was the one game I would have enjoyed. Oh. Uh, but it is what it's it is. I, like you, you got to give all credit to uh, Eagles. They've had a fantastic season. That too. Their their team's just been absolute juggernaut. Especially in the playoffs, too, man. They won their playoff games by like landslides. They weren't like, oh yeah, yeah. won by a field goal. No, they won by like fourteen plus points each game. That's a beatdown no, in the playoffs. That's terrible. That's terrible if you're on the other side of that. It's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Especially the Giants in the wild card game. Dude, they got stomped. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, oh, to be fair, Giants, they were just happy to be there. Oh, I know. But still, they got fucking manhandled, dude. They had no chance. No chance at all. I was at a... So, listen, I, a friend worked at a bar, like, right at the edge of Rhode Island. So, you know, I was like 20 minutes from here. So we went there to go see her at work. They had the game on TV. Literally all Giants fans in the bar. They were so fucking mad. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Like some of them are storming out, all bar- throwing their hats. I'm like, guys, at least you made the playoffs. The Pats didn't, and I'm sitting here. I can't even watch my team. <laughs> I think I feel. <laughs> and, and how about Dallas with another un, un very, what, what uh, I don't want to say it. Stupid ass play. <laughs> no, just, just a failure at um, the playoffs. Just failing again. Oh, uh, dude! And the last play. All right, in, in my head, 
in that situation, that's just Hail Mary. Plain simple. That's your best bet. Mm-hmm. Why they have Zeke play center, snap the ball like his backyard football, and throw it to him with three guys around him? Why was that your game plan with three mm-hmm. seconds left in the game? Couldn't have picked anything else in the playbook. That was your choice. Because who are they? They're the good old Cowboys. <laughs> they don't change. Two years in a row, the stupidest ways to end the game possible, they did. They're and one. I think they would learn eventually. Ah, no. As long as Jason Garrett. Uh, nah, he's not there anymore. Fuck it. As long as Jerry Jones is the owner. That team was always going to be like that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he has his and, he has his hands where they don't belong. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. He tries to be too much into the team. Yeah, he tries to be the GM, the coach, the offensive coordinator. He tries to be everything, and that's why that team sucks ass. Like, no, <laughs> Jerry, you're there for the money. Stop it. Yeah, be like Kraft. Just sit there and smile all the time. <laughs> Or be drunk all the time. Either one. <laughs> and go ahead and visit a um, masseuse every now and then if you need to. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that story goes. Don't do that. <laughs> Why? He's in Texas. Deshaun Watson knows uh, some good uh, contacts if he needs it. Yeah, he knows them probably anywhere. <laughs> Not just Texas. Those are only ones we caught. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bitches everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but out, uh, this season, outside of obviously, like, I'm bummed the pets and make the playoffs. We were our own worst enemy this year by fucking far. But besides oh, yeah. that, this was the most entertaining football season I've ever watched. I had so much fucking fun with football this year. Oh, yeah, it was definitely, like, because of the unpredictability of it, it made the product that much so much better. Yeah, because by like week twelve, almost every team could make the playoffs. Still, like, when the fuck does that happen anymore? That never happens. Right. And then shit. Even for the AFC, it was like five teams were still fighting to make it in the last week of the season. How the hell? That's a good damn division if you can still make the playoffs. Then all the teams got you know just as many wins. That's pretty impressive. Honestly, like. The, the funny thing was, it was what? There's only one division where it could have just been, it, it was already known who was winning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was only one division. I th- that was, um, what the hell, the AFC South? Is that the Texans division? Yeah. And, I mean, that that, that division is just a joke. Yeah, it's I know, really that really what? is. The Colts, and the Titans. The Oh, Jags. That's not that Jags. much of a joke. Jags aren't that well, no, bad. Um, we're talking about joke as in, like, playoff run this year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you now. Like, t- Tennessee was somewhat in it, and then not at all. Yeah, because I'm looking at the standings now. So the AFC East, which, honestly, that whole division almost made the playoffs. So I don't want to hear fucking nothing from no one about the East being a cupcake division. That whole division was able to be in the playoffs like four weeks before the season ended. So we weren't we're on a joke. We're a good fucking division. But yeah. Honestly all games were all the teams are so close besides Buffalo with thirteen wins. 
I mean, we all knew Buffalo was going to win anyways. But, yep. Even then, at the end there, Buffalo, like, who, uh, it looked like it could have been anyone. Where uh, was Mm. it? Three weeks before, four weeks before the end of the season? It was, they they didn't know who, uh, Buffalo could have been a wild card for all you knew. No, I know that too. Because, I'm just trying to think. It was the Patriots, when the Patriots played Buffalo, it was the second to last week? Last week. That was the last week? Yeah. Or was it the Dolphins game that decided the Patriots' fate? It was... uh, We lucked out with the Dolphins game because a team that we needed to lose to keep our hopes up lost. So... Buffalo, we had to win to make the playoffs, and we were our own enemies that game because we kicked ourselves in the ass that whole fucking game. Yeah, so you didn't know how to play. We didn't know how to play special teams. That was it. Which getting rid of Patricia would be the best thing. Oh, they already they already hired Bill O'Brien to be an offensive coordinator. Thank that's, fucking that's God. They get no more Patricia will be is what's needed because Patricia was an enemy of Mac Jones. Oh, by far. I kept telling everyone that. Dude, look at the play calls when Bailey Zappi went in. His boy that he scouted. Of course he got the plays he wanted. He was his baby. Then Mac Jones goes and he gets a playbook with two pages. First page, halfback screen. Second page, halfback dive. That was his playbook. Dude, I mean, don't get me wrong. Roger Stevenson had a great year. Oh, yeah. But you need to throw the ball a hell of a lot more. Look at our receiving core. They're not amazing, but dude, they know how to play. Devontae Parker is a beast downfield. Jacoby Myers is our next Edelman, pretty much. The dude's open somewhere all the day. I don't know how. He's always open. It, it took him how long to even use Kendrick Bourne? Dude, it's because Belichick hates him. Every awesome. time every time they put him Bourne, he gets like three catches for 80 yards. I'm like, dude, that's a hint. That means put him in all the time, not once in a while. That means he's worth <laughs> it. Let the dude play. And... He's Mac's number one target. Mac loves throwing it to him. I do like how at the end, of, uh, towards the end of the year, it finally seemed like uh, Mac was using Hunter Henry the way he should have. Oh yeah, you can tell Mac was making his own plays by then. He was yelling at Patricia from the field. Well, I mean, I was yelling at Patricia from the screen. Oh, me too. Dude just didn't know how to do anything. Dude, he gave Mac the same three plays every fucking. Every damn game, it's like, what do you expect? And everyone's like, man, they're too predictable. Well, no shit. When your playbook's th- three plays, it's pretty easy to figure it out. My question would be this. You saw him as a head coach, so you know he can't run an offense. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was a good defensive coordinator. Why would you hire him as an offense coordinator? That's what I don't like, get. Why? I'm, I'm going to make this – I'm going to call this right now. I'm not going to say first in the AFC East because that's tough. Buffalo's real good. But we are in the playoffs next year, no problem. And I'm really interested to see what they do in the draft, too. Because there's a lot of good players. There is a lot of good in the draft. A lot of good in the draft, a lot of good free agents this year, and a lot of good trade bait this year. And we have a lot of room, a lot of cap room. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm interested to see what the, what the, what the Patriots decide to do. If they do it. They, they have to do something. Belichick, I think this is his... I truly think this is Belichick's last year. Yeah, it might be. Because I, because I think that that he's trying, they're going to try to like groom Gerard Mayo into taking the head coach position. 
Maybe. I wouldn't mind Mayo being coach. He's pretty good at uh, linebacker I, coach I, I, and defense right now. I mean, what's what's basically our best position on defense? Linebacker. By far. Easily. I mean, they we had, at, at least early in the year, I feel like it fell off. But at least early in the year, the cornerback, like, that secondary was good. But I do feel like it fell off eventually. It did because some started getting banged up throughout the year, which kind of yeah. sucked. But, which, dude, that kid Marcus Jones, man. Number one corner in the future, right there. Dude, say what you may about Belichick with his draft, because, like I said, I don't trust him in the draft, except for the obscure picks. Oh, I Kyle know. Duggar was a hell of a pick. I love Duggar. He's one of my favorites, dude. He plays, plays like hard. Pat Chung used to play. He runs he in. Hard, and that's what he needs. He'll hit you hard too. He's got no problem smacking you. <laughs> he plays old school. That's why I like. And then he knows how to find the, the undrafted guys too. Oh yeah, man, Jesus. Except I, I do think that his uh, his uh, playbook is basically just saying, "All right, your name is Jones and your defensive back, you're on the team." Well, yeah, I know. Or if your name is how Jones, many, you're just on the team in general. Yeah. How many <laughs> Joneses are there on the freaking Patriots? Uh, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Mac Jones. <laughs> I think I thought, that's I all. I thought that was another one. I thought that was another cornerback. Yeah, Jack. No, I thought there was three Jones cornerbacks. Oh. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, that, oh. that was John, that was Jonathan Jones, but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. That that's what it was. It was Jonathan Jones. So it was Jonathan Jones, and then you got Jack Jones and um, Marcus. Marcus Jones. Yeah, and then you have Mac Jones on offense. <laughs> Maybe I should change my name to Jones. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe I can get a job on the Pats. Yeah, maybe I can be like, I don't know, a practice squad lineman. Oh, dude, you and me both could. Give me hell no. We get ran over. <laughs> hey, worth a shot. So are you good? I think I'm dead. <laughs> well, you're talking. <laughs> no, oh, all right, God. all right. So, all right, Mac and Soares, you guys gotta make sure you guys uh, you gotta block Judon in this play, okay? Ah, uh, you know what? Football ain't really for me, Coach. Nah, you know I'm I'm good. Uh, uh yeah. See, see, the thing about that is, um, yeah, he he's tall, strong, and uh, scary. So no. <laughs> and uh, and I just don't want to do it. <laughs> Hey, hey, Bill, how about you get your son Steven over there? I'll block him. Yeah, I know. Get Steve that makes all the funny faces out here instead. Oh, God. Dude, the, my uh, favorite uh, thing is when they cut to Steve Belichick making faces. Oh, the, the dude is just like... It's like he's cracked out like of his, his mind or something. <laughs> like, you, you get a job with one, at the time, one of the most predominant teams in the history of the league. Because of your father. Because in reality, I think we can all agree, Stephen Belichick, if Bill Belichick was never a thing, Stephen Belichick would not be a coach. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. So, because of the name of your father and who he is, you were able to get a uh, a job. And granted, he's a defensive backs coach, and defensive backs have been good. Yep. But I also wonder how much of that is Bill and how much of that is uh, Stephen. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to tell because uh, that 
That team overall on defense, man. I don't know what ha- I don't know what they're doing, but it works. Yeah, no, they're the good defensive team, like I said, injuries kind of make them fall off at the end of the year. But yeah. there's not much you can do about that. Well, the defense is out there so damn much cuz offense sucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, their offense sucked because they only had one freaking one one play that ever worked. And I was just like a slightly off the tackle run, and Ramon Stevenson would get like twenty yards, ten ten to twenty yards on it. Yeah, because the man knows how to run a damn football. <laughs> He's in. He was a nice gem too for us. Yeah, like I I, I do like uh, uh, Nik- uh, not Nikhil. Wow, I almost said Nikhil Harry. Uh uh-uh. uh I did not like him. No one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. <laughs> uh. But uh, well, I can't think of his first name now. What position? What are you thinking of? The running back. Damian Harris. Damian Harris. God. I, I'm the kill Harry stuck in my head. He's living <laughs> free now. Making a comeback. <laughs> I hope that dude never makes a comeback. Dude, there was the one. When he first got signed by the Bears and, you know, the Pats played the Bears this year. I, an account I follow for the Pats is like, guys, watch out. Nikhil Harry's going to pop off against the Pats. One reception for three yards. <laughs> I found it so damn funny. Be lucky the Duke even gets a catch. I know. <laughs> so I remember, like, it, was, it, was, it was so annoying, too, because the dude had like random flashes. Like, oh, he could actually be good. Be good. Yeah, and then, and then he drops every pass known to man. <laughs> like that one play was the um, what was it against the Chiefs? When yeah, the, the Chiefs. Lost? Yeah, they said he was out of where bounds. He, he wasn't even close. Where he actually did a really good play. Yeah, and he scored a touchdown. He actually did something. Mm-hmm. And but it is just like, of course, it's Nikhil Harry too. Of all people that just fail like that. No, oh, I know. Yeah, of course it had to be. Couldn't be anyone else. It has to be him. Yeah, that, that's his, that's his role. <laughs> it, it, it it just more like I said, it's more notches in the book that just don't let Belichick pick the first time pick. Just have someone else do it. Yeah, put a bunch sh- of names on a dartboard and throw a dart. You'll do better. I'm gonna look up our first round draft picks because I want to see who else Belichick has got. I think the last good one might have been, like, Chandler Jones. Oh, I fucking loved him, bro. I still wish we had him. Maybe he should just, like, stick with defense players. Don't – you're allowed to pick maybe linemen and defense players. All right, they so I'm – players in the first round. I got to 2001 because this is the best bet. And pretty much – oh, his first pick for us ever was Richard Seymour, which is a great pick. Mm-hmm. Daniel Graham – he was pretty damn good. Then he got... Yeah. Defense and... Defense. No, Daniel Graham's a tight end. Daniel... Oh, I know what you're talking about now. He was okay. I wouldn't say he's really... He was all that. Well, that's why I said he's he's good. <laughs> then, uh, two... I wouldn't say first-round pick worthy, though. No. And then, uh... 2003, he got Ty Warren... D lineman. Once again, good. I don't know if I would say first round pick good, 
but good. And the 04, Big Papa Wilfork, hell of a first-round pick. First, that's first-round pick good. I mean, Wilfork was a dominant defensive tackle for a long time, too. Mm. She got his size. Then uh, Benjamin Watson was next, which he was really good for us. Yeah. Oh, and Logan Mankins. Now, that that was a good offensive pick right there. He was a hell of a yep. god. That's what I said. That's what I said. Old uh, Lyman, he, he has pitched pretty decent old Lyman, except for, like, uh, Isaiah Wynn. Oh, yeah, he, he's okay. He's okay at times. Then we got uh, Lawrence Maroney, one of the worst he's ever done. Oh, my God. Mr. Stutterstep himself. I forgot Lawrence Maroney. The dude that didn't know how to run north and south. He only knew how to run sideways. Yep, that's it. Then, oh, this was a redemption pick here. Brandon Merriweather at safety. That was a redemption draft pick right there. He was nasty. He played for us for a long time, too. He did. He did play for a long He only retired like three or four years ago. <laughs> this was 2007, it says. That's, that's a good time for a safety. It's a long right. run. Oh, and then after that, our linebacker coach, Gerard Mayo. We all know that was a good pick. Yes, Gerard Mayo was probably... Uh, I would say probably one of the uh, better linebackers in the 2000s so far. Yeah, I would say so. Then we didn't I, have a... At least I think he's up there. Yeah, for sure. Then we didn't have an 09 draft pick. Don't know why. But uh, 2010, we had D-Mac, Devin McCourty, one of the best picks probably ever under Belichick. Oh, wasn't 09 Spygate? 07 was, but did they get... Punished then? Maybe maybe he got punished the 08 season, so they'd take away his, the 09 pick. Maybe. But yeah, 2010 so, yeah, so. Devin McCourty, phenomenal. Yes. And once again, defense. Then the next one wasn't bad. Hey, I, w- I nailed the year source on this one. 2011 Nate Solda. I nailed the year on it. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't Nate bad. He was a no, tackle. I, like I, thought, I, I thought he was a really good player. Yeah, offensive tackle. Dude, he was tall as fuck, which was useful. He... That's what I was going to say, I remember, so I went to a game one time <clears> with uh, Buddy Shell. Yep. And his dad has season tickets, and the tickets are um, field level. Oh, I love those seats. So, so they're warming up in the end zone, and you saw Gronk and Brady and all them, and then Nate Solder stand next to them, and he's just as big as Gronk. Yeah, he's like 6'7 like, or some shit. I'm like, Dude, this dude is huge. And it's awesome that he was Brady's blind side because you had a hell of a mm-hmm. wall to get through to get to Brady, which he never got touched. <laughs> he doesn't really get touched from his blind side. They always done uh, good protecting his blind side. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we had... We got, uh, what's that? Trent Williams we got for a while. Uh... Oh shit! No, who who the hell do we have? I, I know what you're talking about. Um. Oh man. No, Trent Williams. I don't think Trent, left, Trent Brown. Uh, Trent Brown. Trent Brown. Yeah, Trent Williams. I don't think ever left uh, the Commanders. About to use the improper term. No, he used to be in San Fran before that. Okay, so he was in San Fran first, and then yeah, San Fran for like two years, and he was on Washington since. Okay. I only know that because I was playing Madden 11 the other day, and he's on the 49ers. Only reason why I know. <laughs> if, if I wasn't playing that game, I'd have no fucking clue. I would have believed you. 
Well, I mean, if so, say say he was on uh, the Commanders for since 2013. As far as I've been seriously paying attention to the NFL, like in depth of different players, he's basically been on for as long as I know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's he's been playing for years. And then so what, what? we're at 2012 now. Both draft picks, two of my favorites ever from Belichick. Defensive end Chandler Jones, four picks later, Dante Hightower at linebacker. Dude, you couldn't yeah, go I, wrong with those two. No, that, that, I think it was like he had, I think it was like four years in a row in the middle, uh, just like the late 2000s, uh, early 2010s, that he had great picks. And then it just fell off. Like, wait, wait until you hit to, I think, maybe, like, 2014. Oh, yeah. So, I'm that, about to name off some gems off. here. <laughs> Not good gems. Bad ones. 2014. I don't think this guy's on a team anymore. Dominique Easley. I don't think any team has him. 2015. Cyrus Jones was picked? Yeah, not first round, but I do remember him. Uh, I think he was a second round pick. Well, I'm not looking at second round pick, Swords. You said first. <laughs> I know, but still, I just, it just popped my mind. One of the worst picks I've ever seen. The dude's going to receive a punt. Or cover man-to-man, either. <laughs> and he's no, a cornerback. They're just like, all right, we'll try him on special teams. And he failed at that. He's even worse at that somehow. <laughs> then 2015, Malcolm Brown. Don't know where he is anymore. 2016-17, uh, no pick because of uh, deflate gate. Uh, mm-hmm. 2018, we got Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle. Bleh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. 2019, bleh. Nikhil Harry. 2020, <laughs> nothing. 2021, Mac Jones. Blessing in disguise. 2022, another blessing in disguise. Cole Strange. I don't even know who Cole Strange is. He is our right guard that's only given up one sack this year. And he's a rookie. Oh. Pretty solid. Yeah. He started out rough because he had a, a lot of false starts in the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. But he's a fucking rookie, so obviously no one's giving him shit. But other than, like, he had holding calls, fucking, you know, stupid shit like that every rookie lineman has the first season. A lot of false uh-huh. stats, a lot of holdings, blocks in the back, the stupid shit. You know, stuff that no one gets butthurt about, because when you watch the replay, he just saved the quarterback from getting his head ripped off. Like, it's those plays. Yeah. He's doing instinct that we expect from a player that's played for years as a rookie already. Just get the penalty so the quarterback don't get smashed. Right. Which I'm always fine with that one. Oh, yeah, if you know your quarterback's going to get killed and it's not like a play that's going to ruin everything, save your quarterback. Yeah, whenever I see it, like, and I see it's holding, I'm like, come on, man, holding? And then I see the replay, I'm like, oh, man, he just saved his life. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I let it yeah, slide. You, you, you're telling me your quarterback was about to be decapitated? Yeah, it's okay. You, you, can, you can take that holding. Yeah, I always find it fair in those scenarios. Although, there are... Like this year especially, there's there was a lot of weird officiating. Dude, I don't know what's what anymore with penalties. Cause like, I'll see roughing the passer and the guy like the quarterback just tripped on a blade of grass, but they blame the the DN that was standing next to him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what is what anymore. 
the rough in the passer was has been one of the worst calls this year that I've ever seen where the guy would be in the middle of throwing the ball and the uh, defensive end or defensive tackle or whatever would literally just like, push him and then you get a pass in the uh, rough on the passer call. I know. They've been real bad with those this year. That was the worst by far. Rough on the passer. And I'd say pass interference was kind of bad this year too because some of them, like, it, it was nothing. And they're mm-hmm. throwing flags. I'm like, why? They're not even touching each other. I'm like, why? Because well, he, he's not fast enough to keep up with them, so he tripped and that's pass interference. That's the problem now. <laughs> yeah, and what I don't like is like the um, the, the inconsistency. They, they they let the wide receiver do whatever the hell they want, but then you know the 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 cornerback will put his hand on his back without affecting him at all. Boom, pass interference. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man, but these refs are getting worse and worse every year. They really are. Well, they had one guy come out. The um, He's retired now. I forgot what the, guy, the ref's name. He was, he was actually like a really good ref. And there's there's a couple I can think was, of. <laughs> and he, he, he came out in an interview and was like, yeah, I know I had some calls that haunted me because like you make it in, in the heat of the moment and he, it's, you miss the call. But this year was full of those calls. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't get it. It's like every week they change the rules or how lenient rules are, and I just don't know what or penalties like, are anymore. Or like what? We're in the 80th year, 70th year of the NFL, and we still don't know what the freaking, uh, freaking catch is? I don't know. They keep changing the rules on that, too. I don't know what how to, how to make a catch anymore. You, you have to Wait, catch the ball, do the hokey pokey, jump on one foot, and then you got a break dance, and then it's a catch. But if you don't do all that... If the ball slides in your hands once while you do it, it's a drop. Yep. Even if you're still in the air and didn't hit the ground yet, it's a drop. But next time when you, you know, catch a ball and it slides throughout your whole body and then hits the ground, it's a catch. Yep. Nailed it. (laughs) We can be officials. Why not? Dude, anyone can. Dude, it's like being a weatherman. You just gotta guess. Happy. <laughs> to be fair, I do give credit to those guys. They actually have to be pretty physically fit. Oh yeah, dude. If I was gonna be a ref, I would get fit to be a referee. I'd love to ref games. Right. Good. I mean, they do have to run down the field pretty, pretty good amount. They do, but I love to ref because I know the old school rules. I ain't following the new pussy ass rules, dude. It's a sport. If you get hit too hard, play fucking soccer instead. Oh my god! Don't like, yeah. You know, don't get I up do and get, start crying. <laughs> I, I do get like head injuries have been an issue. I don't I like head to head. Period. Head to head needs to go. Stop. You're stupid. Why are you leading a tackle with your head down, aiming at their head? Why are you that stupid? But I also I do give some leeway to some of the. Um, defensive players because there are plenty of times where they're already in process of going for a tackle oh yeah for the head yep. and then offensive guy like drops down or trips up and then him ahead like how the hell are you supposed to avoid that or it's like when the quarterback slides you see that lo- the guy's already going in to lunge to tackle him then he slides and he gets hit they throw a flag I'm like come on what do you want him to do levitate like what do you want speaking of, speaking of slides did you see Tom Brady slide 
where you try to slide tackle. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had a thing for me. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was, it was this year. I think it was against the Cowboys. Yeah, it was the wild card like, game. <laughs> yeah, it was either a fumble or interception. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> and he's in a pile already, and Brady just slides. Not even like close to him. He doesn't even hit. No, he slides he like slides. three feet away from the play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking idiot. Um, I remember seeing that boy. Everyone's like, he's dirty. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, he's 40 fucking five. He ain't tackling anybody. Relax. All these guys are in their Dude, 20s. Yep, no problem. Uh, those that are listening, a 45-year-old man ain't tackling a kid in his 20s. That weighs about 300 pounds. A 45-year-old quarterback is not making that tackle. Sorry. I was getting real stuffed up, and I'm like, I need to blow my nose. Yeah, no problem. But yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that if he tried to make the tackle, he would get broken. I think he literally tried to tackle him, but missed, because we've seen Brady tackle in the past. He's kind of smart with it. He drops <laughs> right in front of you, and you trip over him. That's a smart fucking move, because you can't get I flagged for nothing. <laughs> You know, you can't get in trouble for that. Nope, as long as he doesn't slide and try to, like, take out their legs. If he doesn't <coughs> there's nothing he can do. He drops, like, a sandbag, and everyone trips over him, and he gets a tackle. So the, he's smart right. with it. When he fucks up, Running he, he goes for the, the slide tactic, because you can't hurt him either. They just trip. Run, running at him at a total of five miles an hour. He fucking wishes he was that fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's like mock speed for Brady. That's insane. Oh, dude, speaking of speed for Brady, they gave him, you know, every player in Ultimate Team gets a retirement card. Brady's retirement card has a 91 speed, my guy. That's the fucking greatest quarterback of all time. 97 throw power, 99 accuracies across the board, 91 speed. Bro, that's the best quarterback ever. Dude, dude freaking like primetime Michael Vick. Yeah, it's having primetime Mike Vick and put Brady together. That's what that is. Well, not only that, because didn't they, I don't know what year, but they brought out Michael Vick card that was like, he had the max speed and all his passer ratings were like 95 at least. Yeah, it was, um, oh, jeez, it wasn't that long ago either. No, I think it was only like two or three years ago. And he was like the guy to have. Yeah, and I remember it too because it was a fucking old school Falcons jersey. Like the, it was the black jersey and helmet. It was a real sick cut. Oh, Shit. the good old days. I forget. Yeah, when Ultimate Team would give you like a couple gems here and there. Not every player has a special cut. I'd be at high hopes for the Falcons next year. If if they if they just focus their draft on defense, because I I personally think their offense is fine. Because the the kid um, Riddler, he played the last few games. He actually looked good. He looked like he had a connection with Drake London, which is huge. Because Drake London was very quiet all year with Mariota, but that's also because Mariota is a B type quarterback. He's nothing. He's not. He's a good enough quarterback to play on your team, but he's not going to take you anywhere. No. But this Dennis Ritter kid, he look good and then they're gonna get Kyle Pitts back because Kyle Pitts was injured the whole year I'm like you know what maybe this will be finally be the year coming up where Kyle Pitts who should be the best tight end in the NFL the dude has so much skill oh yeah but has just been put in a horrible situation 
I mean, his rookie year was Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan left the next year, and you saw what he did on a different team. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure I could have been better than Matt Ryan on the Indianapolis Colts. I think any of Dude, I even think Mark Sanchez could do better. Okay, okay. Mark Sanchez can't even hold the ball against his teammates' butt, so let's, let's not go hey, that Hey, that's because Wilford caused it. <laughs> <laughs> the big man himself caused it. Oh, I still love that. That's probably the most famous thing from Mark Sanchez is about fumble. Oh, yeah, dude. Come on. What else is going to be famous from him? His 85 interceptions a year or, or the butt fumble? Come on. Or him taking eating a the, hot dog on the sidelines. Taking the, the decrepit Jets to the playoffs. All right. We don't talk about that year, okay? <laughs> Why? It's part of Mark Sanchez's resume. I don't, nope. Not talking about it. Nope. <laughs> I refuse to discuss that season. <laughs> Wasn't that the season that Matt Castle was the starter for the year? No. That wasn't the season? No, that was the year Wes Walker brought up feet ten times in a press conference before we played the Jets in the playoffs. Belichick benched him, and Brady had to play without Walker, and we fucking got our asses whooped at home in the playoffs. For some reason, I thought that was the year Brady tore his ACL. No, it was like 2010. Brady missed a year. Yeah, he missed a year. I still say it now. If he never tore his ACL that year, that team was going 16-0 and again. Oh, yeah, because after that, Randy Moss was just nothing. He quit. It, he That was the exact same team. Oh, wait, it didn't change. Like, yeah, no one left, it, it, and no one new came in. It was the exact same team. They could have done the same thing again. Easily. And it was a goddamn Patriot killer that did it. Oh, I know, dude. Fucking A. What was the dude's name? Bernard Powell? Pollard. Pollard. B- Bernard Pollard. Yeah, because he injured uh, Gronk, too, I think. Yeah, when he was on the so Ravens after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he switched teams on purpose. He's a hitman. <laughs> yeah. He worked for Sean Speaking Payton. I was about to say, speaking of hitman, how about Sean Payton uh, joining uh, Denver? And not only that, you see what Denver had to give up to get Sean Payton? Yeah, they had to give up, like, everything. (laughs) Do they have draft picks left? They gave up so much for Russell Wilson. (coughs) And then they gave up so much for the coach. Like, do they have a draft left in the next five years? I don't don't even think they do. So I was wondering what that that trade reminds me of when we have a franchise mode and you have every fucking draft pick. That's what the (laughs) the Saints are going to have next year. (laughs) New Orleans Saints is now on the clock. New Orleans Saints is now on the clock. <laughs> Fucking because every other pick. <laughs> imagine, imagine working out like that. That you get all these draft picks because of a coach that retired. No, I know. That's fucking insane. Like, that, that, that is literally just being handed free draft picks. Oh, yeah, you want him? Yeah, give us everything, then you can have him. Oh, you're going to do it? Well, thanks, Denver. <laughs> I know. That's like you and me in franchise. For your worst player ever, I'll give you all this. <laughs> and then that worst player becomes one of the best players in the league and is in the uh, running for league MVP. <laughs> I would like to see if uh, Peyton can turn that team around because I think that team could be good. But They could. They didn't but... have anyone to pull Russ out of his own egotistical head. Broncos, let's ride. <laughs> so I... <laughs> If Peyton, if Peyton can actually pull Russ back to reality, 
because Judy and Sutton are good receivers. Yeah, I don't know why that team struggled. Because honestly, on paper, that's a playoff team in my eyes. Well, they, they struggled because Russ didn't do anything with the team. He had no coercion. They, he, like, they didn't want to play with him. The yeah, dude had weird. his own private room in their locker room. <laughs> I didn't know that. With, with his own private team. Yeah, the, like <laughs> Russ like completely excluded himself from the entire team. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm interested if uh, he kind of brings it back. <coughs> they just showed the thing that they just had a, um, their first meeting, Peyton and Russell Wilson. They yeah. went out to dinner. Who do they have with dinner? The owner of the restaurant, which is like this big bar owner guy. Yeah. And Joe Montana. Well then. It's like, oh, are you trying to say something here? Leave Montana and be like, hey, Russell, this is how you be a quick quarterback. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I know. Excuse me. <laughs> Dude, I want to talk about some of the players that made the Hall of Fame this year. Because I'm so pumped. Oh, I, I just saw that list today. Um, so oh, the, I can't think of there's it. five of them I'm really excited for. Because they're players that Jerome we Revis actually watch. Oh, yeah. Revis Island. Rondé Barber um, made it. Rondé Barber is the other one I was Joe Thomas. Yeah. Well-deserved. Well, yes. Joe Thomas was an elite lineman for a long time. And then we got Zach Thomas, Miami, linebacker. Mm-hmm. Which, that one I'm indifferent about, to be honest with you. I don't know if he was really Hall of Fame worthy. He was good. Don't get me wrong. He was really good. Mm. But there's so many good linebackers out there that I don't know. Like, I don't know if he, if I would consider him better, especially better than a lot of the ones that played during his time. Because, mm. I mean, you had, which I think he's in Hall of Fame, Patrick Willis. Who yeah, he's probably in. was probably was the best linebacker in the 2000s. To be honest, like, I know that Gerard May was one of the best. I think Patrick Willis might have been the best. He I was think a force on the defense. The one-two punch of Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman was the best oh thing God. in NFL history. I think. Like no one like had a linebacker punch wrong, like that. Hard hitting, like oh shit, we have to go against these guys right now. There was no running against them. And that was back. I'm pretty sure that was when Frank Gore was on the team too. That's when San Fran was a mediocre team, but it's because they had those two linebackers. They were always talks of making the playoffs or in the playoffs because they brought mm-hmm. that defense to another level, which helped that team win games. And now that's freaking Nick Bosa. Yeah, I know. Now they got Bosa. He he's got the power of both of them by himself. Dude, that guy, dude's insane. Like everyone saw Joey Bosa. And like, dude, this guy's good. And then his brother comes in and is like, nope, he's better. This kid's good. And the last guy on that list for modern era players, I'm happy to see Demarcus Ware make it because he was really good too. Me too. I Demarcus Ware to me was one of those players that for like, one, the longevity of his career. He played for a long time, yeah, especially for a linebacker. I see. You say linebacker, I've always equated him to defensive uh, defensive end more. Oh, or well. at least edge rusher. To me, he's always been a re- like he was always the edge rusher for them. Yeah, I always called him an outside linebacker. He very well could be. Yeah, I don't know what his actual position was, but like uh, I just either. remember him coming off the edge a lot. He was a, a dominant threat to quarterbacks. Just like I think when uh, time comes, especially if we want to talk about longevity careers, Cameron Jordan should be at least oh, yeah. considered. I mean, I'm pretty sure the dude's still playing. Yeah, he's still on the Saints. And he's like, 
33, 34 years old. Yeah, something like that. And I mean, he's still, oh, he's by no means as he was used to be, but he's still a good player. Mm. Uh, was it last year that Terrell Owens was in the Hall of Fame? Uh, when, I, when I saw that list, I started thinking of guys uh, that were inducted into the Hall of Fame. I was like, where did Terrell Owens was last year? Either last year or the year before. I'll look right now. I'll tell you what the, the class was. Uh, no, he wasn't last year. Oh, Richard Seymour was last year. Oh, one I was really excited for from 2021 was Megatron getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I was pumped for that because that dude... But what he did on a team like Detroit that sucked ass was awesome. He deserves Hall of Fame status for that. So I I, I just looked it up and I just saw an article. Andrew Luck among, among 2024 Pro Football Hall of Fame first year candidates. Andrew Luck was a good quarterback. He is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. A Hall of Shame quarterback, maybe. Yeah, he like. Like I said, when he played, yes, he was good. He had injuries that ruined his career. He probably would still be playing right now if he didn't have those. Yeah, most likely. But he is not a Hall of Fame quarterback because of the way his career ended. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this list right now. The ones I would pick to be first ballot, Julius Peppers could make it. Antonio Gates shouldn't even be a question. He should make it in no problem. Why hadn't he been on the ballot before? It's been more than five years since he was he's retired, right? Uh, I honestly don't know when he retired. I couldn't oh tell you. Oh my god! You know who I just saw on this list? Who? Greg Hardy, the freaking white beater himself. Why is he even on the list? I don't. He he was a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he should not be on. But the hold list. up, hold up. He's on the list. So I I make an argument here. Why haven't they had Ray Rice pop up on the list? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have a Hall of Fame for the best white beater? Yeah. They're in their own oh, class, oh, their own oh, section. I'm psyched about this now. You know who's on the list? Who? Marquette King. The most swag punter you ever seen. Dude, in the NFL. he was my favorite punter ever. He was awesome. <laughs> he would just he'll celebrate on a freaking good punt. It was awesome. Okay. Uh, this this list is just, I guess the, there's these things called legend scores is what like allows them to be on the list. Yeah, Matt Castle is on the list. Oh come on, no. <laughs> Derek Anderson is on the list. Derek Anderson, who the fuck is that? He was a QB for the Raiders years ago. Oh yeah, oh Jesus, why is he on there? No, no. Like there's. Eric Berry, Eric Berry, yes. Eric Berry should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Jamal Charles, I don't know if I would put Jamal Charles to the Hall of Famer. He was a really good running back, but I don't know if I would say Hall of Fame. I'd put I Sebastian guess. Janikowski in. Yes, Janikowski was a dominant kicker. But also, kickers have a harder time getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, There's inside a- linebacker? Come on, Derek Johnson has to make it. Dude, he, he was the force on the Chiefs for a long time. 
You gotta put him in there. There's no I mean, reason why you shouldn't. That Chiefs linebacker core back then used to be. I love them. Between Justin Houston, Derek Johnson, and Tampa Ali. Tampa oh Ali was God. my favorite. <laughs> why? Because his name? No, the the black visor. Well, him and Justin Houston had that stuff going on. They were the edge rushers that were just. Yeah, but uh, Tampa Ali had the huge fucking face mask. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the the black visor. Yeah, I'm just looking at this list and I'm like, I I, I can only see uh, like a few of them actually maybe make it. Like, I'm looking at the 2025 one now because I'm curious. Luke Kuechly, you damn right, he's making it in. I am so the only I can't say he's making it in because he retired too early. He did my, my reasonings. He didn't play enough. But all those tackles though, you really gotta say all those damn tackles. That's why if he played more, he'd be a first ballot guaranteed. But he didn't play enough. Well, I, looking at this list, is plenty you can replace him with because I think Adam Venetary should be a no-brainer. He shouldn't because I think there's only two kickers in the in the Hall of Fame or one kicker. But look at Venetary's resume, dude. You can't even argue no, with v- it. Venetary, yes. That's not Venetary, he's he should make it no problem. I'm looking at this. Uh, Venetary definitely. Beast mode. Yep. Joe Staley. Beast mode. Marshall Yanda. Marshall Yanda was good. Uh, no, no. Eli Manning, no. Get him off this list. Nope. He, no, he won two Super Bowls, Mike. I don't care about rings. Hey, Calvin I, Johnson won zero. He's in the Hall of Fame. All right. Eli won <laughs> two Super Bowls. You got to put he, He's going into the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to be happy about it, but fine. Damn sprinkles on this list. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If, if, if there was like a Hall of Fame for like best utility players, you'd be there. Yeah. Oh, Played keep the leave. <laughs> I'd love to leave. Me too. I don't know about Hall of Famer, but he, I mean, he was a good cornerback for a long Yo, time. Yo, James Devlin's eligible 2025. Put my man in there. Oh. That horse no, collar my... fullback in there. <laughs> my guy's there. Okay, I'm sorry. I, my guy, I love Matt Bryant, the kicker, because he's on the Falcons. Yeah. But Jay Ajay? <laughs> I forgot all about him. <laughs> what the hell did Jay Ajay do? He deserves to be on this list. His last name? Oh, the, 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 they got the uh, Most Kids Award guy in, on this list. Dominic Rogers Camardi. He has like 20-something kids. Dude, Hall of Fame alone just because of that. <laughs> Put him in. He might get more money for his kids. Vernon Davis <laughs> is another guy that I think should be in. Yeah, Demarius I think he Thomas, should. Yeah. Thomas, I think they're going to put him in just because of what happened. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't think of that. I don't that, want that, I don't want Terrell Suggs in there. I'm not a fan of him. Um, the dude was good. You got to give him credit. The dude was good. He can be good. Doesn't mean I don't like him. <laughs> Clay Matthews, the best hair in the NFL. Yep. All right. And now moving on to 2026 because now Honestly. I'm intrigued. Yeah, Yo, Drew Brees. Yup. Oh, Drew Brees is a Larry guy. Fitzgerald. Yup. LaShawn McCoy. Yup. Shady. Jason you know Witten for longevity. Yeah. I would say yes. Frank Gore, one, another one. Yup. Bro, and my boy Julian Edelman's eligible. Yup. I don't think Edelman's making it. He won't, but I want him to. 
Just like Des Bryant shouldn't make it. Des Bryant was a good receiver, but he didn't do enough. Alex Smith. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub, dude, Mike Mike Vick back up. <laughs> Matt Schaub had you know Matt Schaub actually had like um I think it was a four thousand yard season on the Texans. Yeah. He actually had like one really good year. Yeah, I remember that, but the team I think sucked. <laughs> Steven Gaskowski, I don't think he should make it. No. Mainly because of the way he fell off. Bro, I just moved on, and I think 2017 is, like, the most stacked fucking list I've ever seen. 2027, you mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I can't read. Dude, that's not a secret. <laughs> Everyone knows. Peterson, yes. Antonio Brown, yes. Richard Sherman, Rob yes. Gronkowski, yes. Eric Weddle. Weddle. Yes. Dude, the, almost this whole that, list yeah. can make it, almost. Le'Veon Bell, I'm not sure. Gerald McCoy, yes. Cam Newton, no. Big Ben, yes. Andrew Wentworth, yes. Jimmy Graham. I don't just say yes for Jimmy Graham. Dante yeah, Hightower, you might be able to. Oh, Richard Incognito's on this list, too. Oh, the racist. Oh, I, no, Villanueva. This is just a personal thing. I want to see that guy make it. I want to see a military man make it, too. That, that's what I'm saying. This dude joins the military and then um, le- uh, leaves football to go into the military and then comes back and still plays on a high level. Dude, I want the 2028 class just to stay the way it is. Just look at it real quick. I'd be happy oh, with no. that. I didn't even know they have a class that far out. Well, they do because three people retired this year. Tom Brady, J.J. Watt, and A.J. Green. Dude, just leave it like that. That's perfect. <laughs> it's beautiful just like that. <laughs> A.J. Green, he's another guy that if he just like retired before he fell off, he would have been a great player. Yep. But I uh, think J.J. Watt, I think Brady should be the first player that doesn't have to wait to get in the Hall of Fame. The resume speaks for itself. Why make it wait? Because the the reason why it's a five-year thing is because they don't want any chance of the player to come out of retirement and be in the Hall of Fame and still playing. Well, tough shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it is. Well, that's stupid. (laughs) What's so stupid about it? It's true. You don't want a Hall of Fame player playing. Yeah, you do. Then... Why are the Hall of Fame wrestlers still wrestling? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want them wrestling anymore. But, yeah, I still I have to watch that. Ric Flair wear whitey tighties to wrestle once in a while. Don't want to see that. I, I, I forgot who it was. Uh, the, they came out and said, like, they, they uh trying to prove a point that um, wrestlers are tougher people than football players. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, you know what? They're not wrong. Oh, it was like, Seth Rollins. It the, yeah. He's like, we have to do it throughout the whole year. We don't get any breaks. And I'm like, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, it's acting. They still take a beating. Oh, yeah, dude. I, even Alyssa gets it now, and she's almost bigger into wrestling than I am somehow. I don't know how I managed to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, dude, I got her into it. Like, whenever there's an event in Boston, she's like, Mikey, we have to go. It's it's on this day. I'm like, dude, we're busy. I can't. 
Or dude, you know, each ticket costs like 300 bucks because that's how expensive things are now. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't that bad. Um, the tickets for because uh, Monday Night Raw is in the Garden on uh, in March. Mm-hmm. Like the the nosebleeds, like uh, 120 to 150. I, I just spent like roughly about 750 bucks on two tickets for the Bruins. <coughs> well, Bruins and, are doing like, pretty damn good right now too. And in, in, in like March, and I I gave it to Caitlin and my mom as a Christmas gift. And they're, they're still up high, nosebleed seats. It's, it's the front row of the nosebleeds, but it's still up high. And they're like 300 something dollars a piece. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? That's how expensive it is to go to a Bruins game on a Saturday now. And then, mind you, I get these tickets for them. My mom's like, what day is it? Oh, I have tickets to that game. <laughs> I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, well, at least these seats are better than yours. So you can sit here and then you can pick someone to go to take your seats or sell them. Yeah, the last time we spent uh, a bunch of money for tickets, we went to a Survivor Series in November. I think I spent almost seven, eight hundred dollars, I think, for us to go, and we were sitting up pretty high too. Yeah, it's like I, uh, a couple years ago, I spent almost eight hundred bucks on two tickets to go to a Bruins playoff game, and we were sitting at the second to the last row up. It was well, honestly one hundred percent worth it because. Uh, you know hockey is one of my favorite sports but oh, also yeah. the atmosphere in a hockey game it beats in my opinion it beats anything it even beats like football especially playoff hockey it is this, the atmosphere is phenomenal if you ever had the chance to experience it even if you're not a huge hockey fan after going to one of those games you're like alright I'll probably watch some more hockey now I've been to normal hockey games never been to a playoff game <clears throat> but I've been to Bruins games before even <clears throat> normal games every, everyone's into it yeah, it's fun. We, I went to one game this year for the uh, Patriots, and because uh, <laughs> my my mom and dad got tickets, and then it turned into a thing where my brother and his fiance got tickets, and we got tickets, so we were all in different places, so we all stayed together. Yep. Caitlin and I were the only ones that got like cheap, cheap, cheap tickets way up top. We <laughs> never once went to our seats. <laughs> That's funny. We 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 stood in the standing area. I met uh, one of my uh, friends that happened to be at the game, saw them, talked to them for a while, was just stand, standing up, and then people started leaving because I forgot what game it was, but it was, a blow, it was a blowout game. The Patriots were actually winning by a blowout, so people were leaving, so we kept we kept on just moving forward to the point where we got to the um, visitors' tunnel. We were right there. I think it was the Brown. No, that's what it was. I think it was the Browns <coughs> last year, not this year that we went to the game. And because Baker Mayfield was there, that's what it was. It had to be the Browns because the the he was on the Panthers this year, and we didn't play the Panthers. Yeah, that's what it was. It was, it was the Browns, not this year, last year. And they, they said it was an absolute blowout game. It's like one of the only ones they had that year. Yeah. And it was just it was funny. It was like you know. I'm never buying actual tickets again, at least while I'm young and I can still stand for a couple hours without being too tired. Yeah, I enjoyed going. I went to one last year, and it was fun. We went to the the Lions game. They wore all the throwbacks and stuff. That was a fun game. Mm -hmm. I remember you saying that, that you – did did you go to the game where they wore the reds? 
No, that was my first one ever. Didn't they wear the reds this year once? Yeah, they, they did twice. That was the one I went to. Yeah, oh. one of them. Yeah. Okay. They wore it primetime against the Bills at the end of the season, that one time against Detroit. And I, I was at the Detroit game. Okay. So, yeah, that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah, I was so excited because they even did the field throwback and stuff. I, I loved it because I loved the throwback uniforms and everything. So, I was so excited. Detroit is a sneaky good team this year. If they can figure out their defense, their offense is filthy. Yeah, they I know. that. being riddled by injury. That defense is, I don't know what, I don't know how to oh explain it. <laughs> I don't think there is a defense. Yeah, I don't know what that, I don't but, know what that is. But you know what, Jared Goff? He looked good. He looked like more than just a system quarterback. Now I wonder if he got a little chip on his shoulder because of uh, the trade and everything. I wonder if that gave him a little. You know, good. I like. I I, I was very critical of him coming into the NFL and his first few years because I thought I thought the same thing as everyone that he's just a McVeigh quarterback. He was a system quarterback. That he was only good because of McVeigh's system. But then you were on Detroit. The first year was rough. Don't get me wrong, but oh also, yeah, it was know, first first year with a team where he and he had no one at receiver and stuff at the time. But then you got Amon Ross St. Brown, who if he didn't get injured, he could have been the best receiver in the NFL this year. Oh yeah, he could have. But he was out for I don't know four games, five games. Something Actually, like that. I can't say he could have because Justin Jefferson almost broke the record. Justin Jefferson to me, without debate, is the best receiver in the NFL this year. Possibly the best receiver in the league right now. Yeah, most likely. I mean, I, there's other good ones too, but I, I think it was him by far. Like yeah, Jamar Chase is good. Um, oh, Phillips was a good like standout good Diggs. receiver. Stephon Diggs, which I'm interested to see what happens there because he seems to be like he seems to quit on his team very easily when he doesn't get his way. So I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, he was all fired up when they were struggling against the damn uh, Bengals. Mm -hmm. But I was like, dude, you're playing a top team. We get frustrated every time your top team goes against another top team. Like Exactly. And he did the same thing on the Vikings. That's what I'm saying. It's interesting to see what, what happens there. But yeah, you have Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, even though the team sucks, still had a hell of a year. Mm. But I don't know. I don't think there's too many – Standalone great receivers this year. No, I think that was just about it, honestly. Like, actually, I, you might be able to say Tyreek too. Tyreek, he had a surprisingly good year to me. I did not think the Dolphins were going to be good at all because I don't trust Tua as far as I can throw. <clears throat> yeah, I actually didn't know that was going to happen either. I thought, honestly. I thought they were gonna have him. There's gonna be a bunch of fucking like underthrows because you couldn't hit him <laughs> downfield. By the same token, when you got Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill as your receivers, I mean, how can you not be good? That's true. Even that kid, what Shaq Thompson, whatever his name is, that third string thing came in. He even did well. No, I know. I mean, all you gotta do is literally throw the ball up and be like, "All right, Tyreek, you're somewhere over there, right?" The one of the things I saw that was funny was uh, I'm trying to think exactly how it was. Um, fucking, oh shit, 
I think I think me getting tired is getting to my brain out because it's fucking with my head. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling right now, too. So I literally just read something and it made me want to bring it up, and now I got to try to find it again because I don't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> it was about Hall of Fame stuff because we were just looking that up. No, it was about what we were just talking about with Tyree Kill and all that shit. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it! Now, now when I try to refresh Twitter to find it, now I got different stuff. I now I don't know what I was trying to bring up. <laughs> now, now I lost it. I completely lost it. Damn it! Algorithms work your magic because we're talking about this. You're gonna show me it right now, right? Yeah, you know, show me something about Tyree Kill that was and fucking Tua that I was trying to bring up, and now, now I lost it. Yeah, no, it. She's gone. No idea. Completely lost it. <laughs> okay, I'm scrolling on Twitter right now. And I just saw something disgusting, so I don't know. Mine's full of a lot of wrestling stuff because Friday Night SmackDown's on. <laughs> this one I'm seeing is um, Lady Gaga has a woman puke on her bare chest while she plays the drums. Gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. Why do people think this stuff is good? Oh, last thing we'll bring up, and then we can. I know we're both fucking like dead over here, brain cell wise. We're struggling. But when it comes to NFL MVPs now, I'm getting sick of how it works. They pick the person, not the stats anymore. Mahomes won it. Yes, he had great stats. But last year, I don't remember who won last year. I forget. I don't know, I'm trying to think of one last year. Was it Lamar? It might have been, yeah. I do think Mahomes deserved this year because he took that team where people were thinking that Kansas City wasn't even going to be the best in their division. And he took that team and look at him now. Even though playoffs aren't supposed to matter, still, fine. He was still the best team in the, in the um, AFC. Yeah, so his stats here... and. I'm fine with him winning this year because all those stats were fine. They proved it. He had a pass rating of 105.2, 5,250 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, and 12 picks. Now, I'm going back one year now because these are stats of a player that didn't win MVP, and they're pretty much the exact same stats. A 102.1 passer rating, 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 picks. TB12 did not get that MVP last year with those stats. No, but I forgot who did get the MVP last year. Was it Lamar? It might have been. I'm going to have to look now. Oh, it's Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Fucking Christ. Oh, my God. The, the other thing I could say like for this year, I do think Justin Jefferson could have gotten MVP. Oh, I think so, too. Like that, you want to talk about another team that would not be anywhere close to where they are without that player? Yes, Patrick Mahomes. Without Mahomes, the Chiefs would not be the Chiefs at all. But I, you could say the same thing about the Vikings. Kirk Cousins wouldn't be talked about as a top ten quarterback without Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I know, man. The the way he's been playing, 
It's unbelievable. One of the best receivers. by far. Honestly, if he keeps playing like that, he should get an MVP at some point. Well, the, he he was uh, he was super close to breaking the record this year for uh, most receiving yards, right? Uh, yeah, I think he was only like a couple hundred away. Like it was to the point where people were talking like, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna snuff him so he can't get it or whatever." People were saying he was gonna get rigged. Yeah. Um. I'm looking up now the exact. Uh, Exact record here. Because he has, I'm looking at his now, 1,809. The record was Calvin Johnson, 1,964. So he was about 100 yards off. He could have had basically one good game and got it. Yeah, he was 150 yards off from beating it. Which, like you said, could easily have been one game. Actually, Tyree Kill's on this countdown from this year, too. He's he almost made top 10. Oh, shit, I didn't realize. Cooper Cup last year almost broke the record. No, I didn't realize that either. That's real close. Yeah, Cooper Cup was only 20 yards off. He's another guy. Imagine if he stayed healthy the year. I wonder how they would have turned out. Yeah, I know. I'm looking back at all the yearly records for receiving yards, and it's absolutely hilarious. Because you got from, like, pre-2003, I would say pre-2000. It goes from Jerry Rice to have an 1,800, and then it just immediately drops down to, like, one guy had 870 yards as the most yards that season for a receiver. Nothing even touches 1,500 after Jerry Rice. No, no, I know. <laughs> Look at some of these names. I forgot about a lot of these people. Brandon Lloyd. Completely forgot about Brandon Lloyd. I like Brandon Lloyd. He was in the Pats for a bit. Mushin Muhammad, another guy I completely forgot about. Yeah, Panthers. Mm-hmm. Tory Holt. Oh my God, Tory Holt was so good. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, people talked about him about potentially being one of the greatest in the league. See a lot of Randy Moss on here. Good old Julio (laughs) Jones. I see Julio, Ocho Cinco, Jerry Rice, and Randy Moss, and Calvin Johnson a lot on this list. Dude, I don't see Randy Moss once. He's in the. Uh, he ends up popping up in the fifth, in the fifties. When the fifties get prime, uh, you get an 07 at fifty nine, one thousand four hundred ninety three yards. Then s- slowly after that, he keeps popping back up. Crazy to see some of this shit though, because like you had some guys like Jerry Rice, who in 15 games got like 1,600 yards, 1,700 yards. Like, oh, oh, I know. So you could play the 17 games that they had like this year, which that also does skew the stat a little bit, because they had an, an extra game last year and this year. Yeah. So. 
it does skew the stats a little bit. Hell, Josh Gordon, when he was on the Browns in 2013, got oh, 1,646 uh, yards in 14 games. Yeah, no, that uh, that year Josh Gordon was amazing. That's when everyone started like fantasizing and having him on their teams and stuff. And then he just couldn't stay off the drugs. Oh come on, it's just smoking weed. No, it wasn't just smoking weed. They 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 came out and said he was doing like a bunch of cocaine and he was um he had a severe alcohol addiction too where he was drinking during halftime, drinking during pregame. Uh there's a lot more going on than just with just weed. I thought he was just a pothead. Which don't get me wrong. I know I've heard of a lot of players, you know, take a shot before a game or something like that because it does loosen you up. Yeah, I've heard that too. But th- th- there's a limit. Yeah, I've heard of players just taking a shot just to help get the jitters out, kind of relax, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Sometimes at halftime, I've heard that too when they um, if they're behind and they're trying to relax, they take a shot, see if it cools them down a bit, maybe it straightens mm-hmm. them out. Which, that makes sense. I mean, if it helps you, do it. But don't fucking, you know, don't drink a handle of whiskey before game day. <laughs> you know what I no, mean? And, and that's what it was. Like, Gordon wasn't just just having a shot. He was drinking before a game. The fact that he was able to do what he did while drunk is what's mostly amazing. I wonder if it's because he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's like a superpower. He gets hammered. He's like the best player in the world. I got my dog right now, just trying to play with me as I'm sitting here. <laughs> All right, well, I think that pretty much covers Super Bowl. We did halftime show and we did a Hall of Fame with some record stats here. We already got we got well picks in early of who we think and what we want. Unfortunately, we both agree we think the Eagles because they're just a juggernaut, but we don't want the Eagles. Yep. But I do think it'll be a high-scoring game, though. I think you'll be surprised. I think you'll be surprised about the score because Eagles have a good defense. And I could 100% see this game being an absolute blowout. It could be. Because the Eagles have a good defense. If they can stop Mahomes, the Chiefs' defense are, is not good. Mahomes has had to bail out that chief, that defense too many times. <coughs> yeah, I know. So, <clears throat> I don't know, man, but the script was leaked for the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be 37-34 final score, so we'll see. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I find it. It's like good. it's like on NFL memes or something. That there's a picture literally has a score of a. Uh... Yeah, I found <laughs> I found it. Uh, I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Philly beats the Chiefs. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sending you a screenshot right now. No bullshit. <laughs> Someone leaked the script. Start time, date. Supposed to be a three-hour and 37-minute game as well. 
Dude, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to time this fucking game. If it's this score and it's that long of a game, I'm going to say the, the sport's rigged. <laughs> Honestly. And there's a script. If this shit actually happens, I'm probably not going to be a Pats fan anymore because then I know it's just bullshit. <laughs> well, at the same token, though, you know they can't allow it to happen. If, if this is already public, they can't allow that to happen. All right, so that they, means Chiefs. That means stupid. the Chiefs are winning 37-34. <laughs> I cracked the code. <laughs> they just go flip the scores around. Uh, they go flip the scores around, and it's only gonna be a three-hour game instead. <laughs> that's too much. But when I first saw that, I was like, "There's no way. That's stupid. It's pretty damn funny, but stupid." Hmm. All right, so as well, thanks for putting in input for the Super Bowl. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's fun. Usually, uh, Darian's around, but he's got, he has plans tonight. He completely forgot about. He texted me at like three o'clock, telling me that yeah. he. <laughs> it happened. Yep, and uh, but this kind of works out. He's still learning football. He's not really fully into it yet. He's getting mm-hmm. into it. So this helped me out. So at least now when I. At least for this episode, when I talk about the Super Bowl, I can actually go back and forth with someone. Yeah. With someone actually watches and follows enough to where when I bring up other player names, they know who I'm talking about and what what team they're on and whatnot. But yeah, it was good. So hopefully uh, I'd like to see the Chiefs win just so Philly doesn't get torn apart like the actual city itself (laughs) gets destroyed. I mean, that's what happened last time, right? Yeah, they're flipping over cars and stuff. Putting cop cars on fire. They're fucking stupid. Philly Super Bowl or Buffalo Super Bowl? Yeah, but at least Buffalo, they hurt themselves, not the city. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be worried for all the poor people jumping through five tables instead of one. (laughs) Kidding me? They wouldn't be able to jump through the table. They'd they'd jump on the table and just shatter because it's frozen like ice. Yeah, <laughs> that too. But yeah, I don't know. if I feel like a Philly Super Bowl is worse because they actually did destroy their fucking city. I don't think Buffalo would destroy the city. I think they would just... Um... The city's probably a little more prepared for it right now too. They're like, yeah, we know how these guys are going to react. Yeah, because they probably didn't know the who first time the... around and that probably uh, threw them off. I mean, who the, who the hell thought them? He was going to win that year at all with Nick Foles at quarterback. Goddamn Nick Foles. But who the hell also thinks that because your team won the Super Bowl, you got to destroy your city too? <laughs> that's it. I don't think anyone in Philly was prepared for that. Not even their fans. That's probably why they destroyed the city. <laughs> it's the apocalypse. They started destroying everything. <laughs> I remember seeing videos of people sitting on top of streetlights. They climbed up and sitting on top and staring like dude. These people are insane. Yeah, they're on top of the canopies out in the city, too, and they're falling down with people breaking bones mm-hmm. and stuff. They're so damn stupid. So, yeah, you're, you're drunk and you have a good time. Relax. Yep, so for those in Philly, if you win, congrats. Please be safe, though, and don't be stupid. 
And Kansas City, if you win, thanks for keeping Philly safe. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs>